Yeah, I've heard about it, but don't know much about it. All right, it says here the Commonwealth is it's made up of the vast majority of which are former territories of the British Empire. 56 uh, countries. Hmm. Hmm. Does that include the U.S.? I, that's what I think we were talking about the other day. It's like, shouldn't that include the U.S.? Dude, but I, I, so I for, it, former, I mean, U.S. is former, right? Yeah, it's a, well, this is Wikipedia, so, you know, not your best sort. Yo, 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 what is up, my party people? I'm Adam Sabin, and you are listening to the latest episode of the Bonk Bros Podcast. This week, we've got a bit of a shorter episode for you. Uh, Scott's going to break down the U.S. Pro Road Nationals race. Uh, he competed in both the road race and the Criterium, so he's going to tell us a little bit about what happened there. Uh, not too much drama, anything crazy, uh, just kind of talking about his performance and his results and uh, some of the other results that took place. Let's see, there wasn't a whole lot going on this week, honestly. Uh, I did my own race. I had a race up in Lutzen, Minnesota. Did the Lutzen 99er, which is part of the Leadville Qualifier Series. But honestly, due to time constraint and the fact that my computer battery was dying, we just didn't have time to get into it. So maybe I'll talk about that in a later episode. I don't know. Tune into the Matchbox podcast if you really want to hear a breakdown of some power numbers and things like that. But otherwise, yeah, we just talk about Pro Road Nats. We talk a little bit about uh, some discrepancies going on around the tour. Mark Cavendish isn't getting invited. Um, but we don't talk about it too much because honestly, we didn't really, we didn't really come prepared. Um, but that's just the Bonk Bros way. Also, if my audio is a little bit off this week, I apologize. I am on vacation with my family. We are in Wisconsin at my family lake house, and I recorded the episode in my car. It was the only quiet place I could find at the time, and now I'm doing this intro on a boat. That's right, I'm on a boat. Again, only quiet place I could find, and it's not even really that quiet. It's kind of windy, and there's some background noise, so I apologize if the audio this week is a little bit lower quality, but just give us a little break. Fourth of July weekend, we're, uh, yeah, we're just having a good time. All right, friends, let's get into this bong bros party. What's up, guys? Scott, are you drinking a Red Bull over there or Monster or something? It's the same Adams. <laughs> oh, nice. that's basically the same thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Boston Lager. Nice. Scott, I thought you didn't drink you during go. race season. That, who told you that? You. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking a week <laughs> off. Nice. So it's the off season for a week. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, dude. Scott was like, we went to Carson's wedding where I got COVID and uh, he, he was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to drink. And then he was completely hammered by the end of the night <laughs> trying to jump in the lake. Everyone was trying to jump in the lake. So <laughs> yeah, whatever. But Was it on yeah. the lake or something? All right. Should we talk about uh, uh, pro road nationals? Sure. Scott doesn't want to talk about it because he had a bad race in the uh, in the road race, but at least he had a good race in the crit race. So how about how about we hear the play by play? All right. I mean, it was good. The course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with the course. I'll start with the course. Okay. Um, I haven't heard anybody say that they like this course. It's like mm. it's you start and you go downhill, and then you go, you turn onto a you go across. A bridge. I think we lost Adam, but we'll just keep going. 
uh, you go across sure. a bridge and it's like four lanes wide and then you do two left hand turns that are like super wide and then you come up and it's also it's wide again and then it narrows up a little bit and then there's three turns in like the last 300 meters mm. and it's super narrow so it's like the easiest race to ride and the hardest race to win well they're all hard to win but it's very easy to like finish and ride the right. race. The easiest race to finish with the group, but the hardest to finish to first in yeah. the group. <laughs> Takes the most like tactics and right. balls to win it. Um, gotcha. So I, I did pretty much didn't do anything the whole race, and it's been a sprint every other time it's happened. I believe, mm-hmm. yeah, at this course, which has been like what four? This was the fourth time. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's been in Knoxville and this, it's been the same course. So it's been a sprint every time. So I was just planning they've on had, sprint. Wait, they've had nationals here four times or just a crit here four times? Nationals. How have they had crits at the same place four times? They have it at the same in Knoxville, same course. Why? Uh, That's just what the contract <clears throat> Yeah. That rumor came. I, I figured out where that rumor came from that I was also spreading to people. It came from Andrew, Ginia. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> and then I told a bunch of people, and it was all not true. <laughs> yeah. Scott has a lot of sway in the in the domestic pro peloton. Yeah, it, it was pretty fun. <laughs> but yeah, I still I still think it'd be better reversed. Um, but then and then the last turn, it's like so. There's three corners back to back to back, and it's pretty yeah. much. Whoever hits those turns first wins, almost. Like did you can did win Luke first hit, the, hit the turns first? Yeah. So then coming into the sprint, I mean, we had five guys in the race. Um, one of my teammates crashed like the week before, so he didn't ride for a week. So he didn't feel very good at all. This was like his first ride in a week. Was a the pronats crit. So that's usually not wow. good prep. Um, <laughs> and then another one of my teammates was having like mechanical issues. So it was pretty much just me and Noah, Noah, Noah Granigan. Um, mm-hmm. So I just followed him and we came around. I just followed him around the outside of, I believe it was like, uh, I mean, well, I guess Legion didn't, they didn't control the race, the whole race, but they controlled like the last 10 laps. So Mm -hmm. we, you know, it was going to be a sprint, but it wasn't super fast um, until best buddies took over. And then coming into the the three turns, the last three corners, um, we came around the outside and barely made it past best buddies on, on the barriers before they pinched us off on the outside of that turn. Um, And then, so then we were leading coming into the three turns to go. It was Noah and then me on his wheel. And then Legion jumped on our left and they were going a lot faster than we were. So I moved to the left to try and take their wheel. Um, but then that opened the door up for Luke to come on my right because he was on my wheel. So then he jumped on the right, which we, sh- we in hindsight, we should have just kept the right side mm-hmm. so that um, like – it was blocked off, but since Legion was coming so fast on the left, we took the left. And then I was fourth into the 
like the last turns, and mm. and almost almost it was a bike throw for second, but then I ended up third. Dang, which was a good result, but so Scott, was yeah. there like a legit moment where you thought there was a chance that you could win? Yeah, the whole race. <laughs> no, like like in the end, like 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 the decisive moment at the end, like. <laughs> Were you like you weren't anticipating um, Luke coming on the yeah. inside on the right? So did you guys? Think yeah, like that, when that we when we were leaving, right when I was following Noah coming, you know, with four hundred, probably four hundred meters to go, and I was on his wheel, and we were one two in the race. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I could probably win this. Mm. Dude, it looked like I saw a picture of the finish. It looked like Luke had a massive gap too. Yeah. So then it was like it, coming into those last turns. It was Luke. And then Gavin Hoover, and then Ty Magner, and then me. Hmm. And then Luke just got a huge and, – and Gavin had just done the lead out for Ty. Yeah. So hmm. in hindsight, Ty probably should have taken the wheel off of him. But it's kind of hard to do that when you're going so fast and you're like so pinned that, you know. Did Luke just sit in all race? Because that's what he did. I watched the race last year but not this year. So I mean pretty much. He, yeah. I mean, you can, he, yeah, pretty much. He made a few attacks. Like, I think we were in a breakaway together, just like almost by, I don't want to say by accident, but like, yeah, kind of by accident. Yeah. Um, but everyone was pretty much sitting in the whole race, except for like people's, like all, all the, the sprinters were sitting in. Um, right. Cause it's very unlikely a break would go on this course. But, yeah. you know what else yeah. was funny is, uh, like the top three for the men's race was three different teams, yet all three of you were on specialized. Yeah. <laughs> rim breaks, though. I was on rim breaks. <laughs> were the other two on disc breaks? Yeah. Hmm. I think the whole rest of the field was on disc breaks. Dude, do you think that disc breaks would be advantageous in a crit since obviously handling is such a big part of crit racing? I don't know. It's hard to say. I never felt like I've been like disadvantaged because of rim brakes, right? Okay, yeah, dude. I maybe if uh, I had disc brakes, it would change my like confidence a little bit, right? Yeah, but it's kind of hard to like measure that. Yeah, it's it, it is crazy how up in arms people get about rim brakes versus disc brakes on road bikes. Like if you ever if you ever go to like Durian Rider's channel, first of all, half his videos are about rim brakes and how rim brakes are better than disc brakes for road bikes and then like you know i I don't know it's if you ever go to the comments or or in a gcn video where they're talking about it it's like the there it's crazy how much support there is for rim brakes on road bikes like people do not want to see there there's a there's a large contingent maybe it's a loud vocal minority i don't know <laughs> but like there is a large contingent of people that are super pissed that disc brakes are a thing on road bikes i can't believe people care that much <laughs> i mean like i was on disc brakes last year and then like we get our bikes this year and they have rim brakes and i'm like whatever <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. Well, no, but like people are, people are like legitimately arguing about how much slower they are. Right. Because it, because it makes the bike heavier. And I think people are arguing about the aerodynamics too. Although I think that greatly depends on the, uh, 
you know, the frame design. Like everything else about the bike, <laughs> not just the brakes. <laughs> right. Um, well, like I've been in a couple crashes this year where there's been a crash in front of me and I'm yeah. able to come to a complete stop with my rim brakes. And then mm-hmm. there's people crashing into the back of me and flying over the top of me that have disc brakes. So it's mm-hmm. not always the brakes. It's just that people don't use their fucking brakes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like if they're, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. operator error. So I, I, there are some people that point out that like, if you want the lightest bike possible, buying a bike made in 2021 or 2022 is probably not what you want. You should actually try to find a bike from like, I don't know, 2015 or 2017 or something. Uh, or maybe a, I, I don't know what the, the optimal year is, but like a couple of years ago was the peak lightness for stock bikes because they were all rim brake and they didn't care about aerodynamics and they were just trying to make road bikes as light as they possibly could. And then people started worrying about aerodynamics and disc brakes and bikes are like three pounds heavier than they were, uh, six or seven years ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, my cyclocross bikes, my, my cyclocross and gravel bike or whatever you'd call it is way nicer now than it was when I had a rim brake cross bike, mm-hmm. my rim brake cross bike was probably two and a half pounds lighter than I've ever had a disc brake cross bike. Yeah. Or a gravel bike for that matter. I, I will say it's somewhat surprising how heavy gravel bikes are just as a category of bike. Cause they're not, they're not that dissimilar to a road bike, right? It's basically a road bike with wider tires. I, I thought we were talking about road shit this podcast like why do you have to grab i know i know sorry <laughs> i don't think anyone did the race on a gravel bike could be wrong i wouldn't be surprised if Dude, i'm I sure there was I'm someone sure there was yeah someone had a cross bike or something in there yeah all right well should we talk about the road race then wait so so no yeah, one from it. legion made podium right in the crit or the road race the crit or no ty no. did gavin hoover Gavin Hoover was second. Oh, okay. Okay. Crazy. Uh, yeah. He went to yeah. the Olympics last year for yeah. the Omnium and track. Did you see, uh, so, um, Drew Dillman is, uh, who I started ignition coach co with, and he makes YouTube videos as well. And he's been struggling to get any traction on YouTube with the videos that he's making. But recently he's been having these thumbnails that are like, the demise of legion or something and he his videos are popping off really like his last video that had the th- demise of legion thumbnail is up to like ten thousand views nice which is a lot for true <laughs> it's like 10 times that's like 10 times the views 12, that he was getting. views Twelve thousand. Yeah. yeah dude wow holy shit <laughs> I remember watching so, like his videos so, a couple a couple years ago, and like it have like eighty two views, and I'd be like, "Dude, this is just this is way too much work for eighty two views." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want. Yeah, I I wonder how long I would have done YouTube if I only got eighty two views <laughs> per video for like months and months and months. I wonder. Well, now that he's had a good video, we can just make fun of him for for his other bad videos because now like he's actually successful. I mean, the dude's persistent. Like, 
he's battled through <laughs> well, I, so some I told, years. Yeah, well, he was he was like trying to copy my style of video where I'm, you know, talking to the camera and and trying to talk about training stuff and and it was just too similar to my style of video and I was like, dude, you gotta you gotta find your own niche and um, I think these crit videos is what he should. I mean, crit videos. There's there's tons of other dudes doing crit videos as well, but. They seem to be popular, and they are by far the videos that are doing the best on his channel. And I feel like he should. And he's he's a full on crit racer now, so I think that he should just follow that avenue. Yeah, I've I've tried filming a couple of crits this year, and it's like I don't know. The, didn't you have a bat- GoPro on your bike at nationals? No, I didn't do it at nationals because I just didn't want to worry about it. But like the other, like Armed Forces. And I filmed Somerville and it was like, like the battery doesn't last long enough for right for the whole race. So you got to like worry about starting it and pausing it in the middle of the race. And like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like, not like I want to race. I don't want to like worry about filming this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I, I was kind of in the same boat when I started my YouTube channel, like I didn't really do any race reports. I was like, if I'm filming then I'm filming, and if I'm at a race, I don't want to worry about filming. And I still don't. I don't go to a race and vlog, like talk to the camera before the race and after the race and during the race. I don't do any of that. But I I have been putting like a, the little Instago 360 camera, which is super small on my bike. And then basically you just press it, and it records for 30 seconds, and then it turns off. So I just get 30-second snippets of the race, and it definitely makes – if I'm going to make a video about the race, it makes the video way better. So is that – how long will the battery last if you just – can you film continuously and how long? No, you long? don't – it's not continuously. Like it films 30 seconds of footage and then it automatically stops filming and turns off, right? But that's the only setting it has? You can't set it to film? No, no, no. It's got, it's got different settings, but I have it on that setting because obviously I'm yeah. not re- going to record like 10 hours of unbound footage. First of all, it won't last that long. And second of all, I don't want to sit through 10 hours trying to pick out the best parts of the race, right? So if I feel like it's an interesting part of the race, if I remember, half time I don't remember, but if I remember, I like click it really quick and record some. And all I really need is like five minutes of footage total from the race in order to make an interesting 10-minute YouTube video about it, right? Yeah, because nothing interesting happens in the actual race, so you just need the footage, right? Because it's a gravel race. <laughs> right, exactly. So you just need... Also, like, I could talk about how, like, Pete Stetna attacked or something, and, and I don't need the actual footage of him attacking. I can just use some footage from, like, earlier in the race where he was just kind of pedaling hard up a hill, you know? Have you ever thought about getting one of those drones that follows you? That you put like the thing in your pocket and it follows. Yeah, but I'm not going to use that while I'm racing. Yeah, I guess you could you could have somebody <laughs> else fly a drone for you and film you. Yeah. No, I've tried to have Nina fly a drone and she like crashed it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> um, all right, you want to talk about the road race? Yeah, I was I trying really to talk, talk about the road, road race, race, and then and then you started talking <laughs> about I don't know filming. Or did I talk, start talking about, started talking about Dillman's, yeah, <laughs> Dillman's video? Yeah, well, I'm just happy for him. We'll, we'll have Drew on the, on the Bonk Bros podcast eventually. 
right. Yeah, we're, we're happy. He actually, for him when I call, when I called him, he 10, was ten thousand views. Not not because he took ninth place at the Critnets. All right, you all right so how'd the road race go? Um, I'll start with the course again. Uh, the course this year was a little bit different than last time it happened. Um, I guess there was like construction or something going on on part of the course that went through town. So this course has one climb that's like two and a half minutes long. It's super steep. And then the rest of it is basically on a highway, pan flat highway, out and back on a highway. So super, mm. like almost similar to the creek course where it's like super easy and then really hard on the climb. Um, yeah. So we did – so the course was was – it used to be 15 laps, but now it was 17 laps and the same distance. So there was – you went up the climb two more times. And there was like less recovery time in between the every time you went up the climb. Um, How long is the climb? Like two and a half minutes, like mm-hmm. average. I think the, the KOM is like one fifty or something. That's a really short maybe. climb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's like, like yeah, but there's like a tough run in into it. Um, mm-hmm. Like you come across the bridge, and then there's a bunch of turns. So everyone's fighting for position before you make this like left hand turn. <laughs> to be at the front for the climb every lap and yep. then it drags up to the climb and then you make a left. So you're basically starting from like a standing start almost most of the time. Like you're coming yep. in super slow and then you go up and it's super steep. Um, and then you bomb down this descent and it always splits on the descent. And one thing I mm. noticed this year is the motorbikes, the, f- the filming the race were always super close on the descent because they can't, obviously like go as fast as us you know so and they don't get a big enough gap on the climb to like and then that was dragging whoever was the front group on the descent so it almost causes like more splits in the peloton because you're dragging the front guys away Mm -hmm. so if you don't if you're not doing like you almost have to do a full sprint at the top in order to stay on the wheel on the descent so there's always huge gaps especially early in the race when there's like a lot of weaker riders still in the race mm-hmm. at the front, it causes all these huge gaps. So it's, it's like, I'd like to be able to like sag the climb, like start at the front end at the back, but it's, I tried that the first two laps and then it was too, like there was too much happening at the front of the race that I didn't, I just stuck to the front for the rest of it. Um, mm. cause it was too dangerous. But that was one thing I noticed was the motorbikes were way too close. Um, <laughs> and there was <laughs> one of them got a flat in the middle of the race and we saw him on the highway saw him for like four or five laps and there was like 10 of them <laughs> trying to f- change this guy's flat for some reason i was like do you really need, like just sack that motorbike right like you're wasting all the other guys are just not doing whatever they're supposed to be doing i don't know but, <laughs> but if you're there on a motorbike mm-hmm. you're probably important so you should probably be doing your job but that was pretty funny um <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then I guess for the race, it was like like the early break went um, maybe four or five laps in. And we had, I had a teammate in there, a uh, break of seven. So that was like perfect scenario. Um, and they got maybe a three-minute gap at the most. But it wasn't really coming down because the only people to chase was really like the individual World Tour riders. So they would just – light it up on the climb every time. And this is where I think my race went bad is, you know, uh, it was like Sean Quinn was going full gas up the climb every time in like the middle of the race. So I would just follow his wheel. And, and mm-hmm. a couple of times we came over the top, it would be like 
five of us with a big gap. Um, and I was like, thought, oh, this is it. Like, we're, we're going to go, you know? And then it would always come back together. So I was just burning matches, like, following all these moves. I was being a little too aggressive and, like, a little too confident. Um, and I just ran out of gas by the end of the race. But Yeah. And, like, got dropped with two laps to go on the climb mm-hmm. for the final time. So that was pretty disappointing. But How many laps did you guys do? It's whatever. It's there next year. Yeah, that's a lot. Laps. Yeah, up that climb. And then after, like, you know, four hours in, pretty hard. It wasn't as hot this year, too, uh, which was fine. But usually it's pretty hot. But it was kind of yeah. disappointing because, especially because it was, like, like it, uh, one rider, one solo, but then – it was a group of like 20 sprinting, which usually doesn't mm-hmm. happen in this race. Usually it's uh, like Did, smaller so groups in that. Kyle Murphy, who won, he just like, what, he just punch it up the last climb on the last lap and solo in? No, they didn't even catch the breakaway until over the top of the climb the last lap. And mm-hmm. then he attacked, I think with like around 4K to go or something. So it solo. wasn't even on the climb? No. And that's wow. usually what happens in this race is everyone focuses on the climb so much that the moves go on like the highway, like the winning moves because you yeah. can't, everyone's like, Oh, we're on the highway. So it's easy. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, that's like where you, you can get away. But on the climb, everyone's like watching each other too much and everyone expects it to be hard. Right. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, Tyler Stites, my former teammate was second, and Magnus Sheffield was third. Mm. And that was out of us, like a 20-rider sprint or a 17-rider sprint or something like that. That's pretty big. That's bigger than last year. Yeah, that's definitely – yeah, that's pretty big. And that's why I'm, like, pretty, like, bummed because that's, like, what I would be good at, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I just, like, had a bad day. Mm. <laughs> but it's there next year, too, so. Yeah. Um, I guess like the other, uh, it's so the other controversy that I saw is, um, like across the pond is that, uh, Mark Cavendish won his national championships, which, you know, um, I guess he's only done it once before, like nine years ago, but, uh, and then everybody is really upset that they're not taking him to the tour. Yeah. Um, like I they're taking that. uh Fabio Jakobsen instead, which I guess on paper Fabio Jakobsen is the is a better sprinter, but obviously Cavendish is like you know one one tour win away or uh, one stage win away from beating the Merck's record. So people are like, "What are you doing?" Like, like he he could potentially beat the Merck's record. Why are you not taking him? Yeah, but what what is uh like does him beating that record? bring what what value do you think that brings to their team uh i mean it's probably like i mean it's probably way more uh sponsorship uh exposure like i'm sure the sponsors would prefer it um i don't know it's uh it's like a tricky situation right i mean other other than like yeah other than gc winner i mean that would be like every day they would talk about that if, if he won one of the you know early stages. And they they'd and, watch him um, the entire time. One of their guys one of their guys who wasn't in the tour roster just got COVID. So then they had yeah. to add a new guy in and they didn't they even didn't take Cav. Him. Yeah. Well I'd, no. I mean I, I, I feel like they don't want to take Cav 
and Jakobsen because then it's like who you, you got to choose between these two sprinters. Like who are you leading out? Right. You got to have one guy that's your sprinter to lead out. You can't have two of them. Like they're going to mess each other up. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you can speak to this better than I can, but I mean, yeah, probably, but it'd probably be more of like a, like an ego thing rather than like a sure we're both sprinters thing. Like, well, sure. But like, if you're, if you've got a lead out train going, one guy is the last guy in the lead out train. Who's going to sprint. Like, are you just going to have them both be the last guy in the lead out train? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it like, it, yeah, it doesn't usually always work like that. Like the yeah, train. I, right. Yeah, sure. It's like pretty scrappy. Sure. Yeah, sure. And, a lot and of times you gotta, like, be, like, you gotta be there too. So, I mean, it, you know, if something happens to Jakobsen and Cavs in the right place, at the right time, they've got a backup, right? Yeah. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't just take Cav, let him get his one, you know, get his one stage win. It's a lot harder to do <laughs> than it is to say. Right. Right. But get his stage win, then tell him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Make yeah, him go yeah. in the breakaway or something like, right. <laughs> Especially when you get a guy get COVID and then yeah, yeah I don't know yeah I don't know people are also people are also like oh man Cav is in such good shape after the uh, the uh, the British um, road race and it's like I, I, British road race and and the Tour de France are not even comparable like well yeah yeah but he won out of a breakaway of three dudes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know, but it's like it's the best guys in Britain versus the best guys in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he beats some pretty fucking good riders. I mean, sure, sure. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you got a point, but still, he, yeah. it's not like he was in bad shape before that. No, he's he not. He's not in bad zero. shape. I mean, I'm yeah. going to be honest. I think that if they took him, he would probably get at least one stage win and get the record, um, which is you know. And and who knows how many more years he's going to be in good enough shape to do that, right? So like this could have literally been his last chance to break the Merck's record. Yeah, like he could be he could be good next year, but like he's got to get it all right again, mm-hmm. right? It's hard to do to be in good shape in July. Well, let alone yeah, be plus in good how shape. how old is he now? I think he's like thirty seven or something. Yeah, I mean, and he's a sprinter, right? Like, how many years can you be a top sprinter? He's already. Like he's already like passing he's expectations, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I don't and know. He's not going to be on that team next year either. Yeah, oh, he's that's not. I was gonna say, I mean, who knows well, what team not. he's going to be on next I, year? Yeah, yeah, he's thirty-seven. Dang man, <laughs> that's getting up there for, especially for a sprinter. Yeah, apparently he says he wants to ride uh, two more years. Okay. Yeah, I think he's got two more years in him. Yeah, it just depends on what what team he goes to and what kind of you know lead out train he has there. But yeah, um, anything else from nationals, U.S. or other countries? Um, that's all I can think of from U.S. nationals. Because mm-hmm. I mean, in the in the women's race, um, Legion swept the crit one two. Mm-hmm. It, it was also uh, the first time I think. There's ever been like double back-to-back winners. Does that oh, make really? sense? Yeah, yeah. Like 
Luke won like last both year. Both the winners, and- both the men's and women's winner from last year were the men's and women's winner this year. Yeah. Yeah. In the crit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's surprising because the crit is a little bit more of a roll of the dice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, especially like on, that, could, on that course. Yeah, and and so Emma who Langley won. won um, who won, won the crit for the women? Kendall Ryan. She's on Legion. Yeah, yeah. I I honestly and didn't even know that. One, two, three. I, I only knew. I thought that Legion only had that one girl. Uh, is Skyler? Yeah, Skyler. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I thought she she's was good, the only too, female. I think she was second. She like wins everything. No, they have like six females, maybe, maybe more. They've got really killing it. They've got two sets of sisters. Dang. Kendall Ryan and Alexis Ryan and Skylar and I think her sister's name is Sam Schneider. So two. Mm. So they've got some some bonding there, right? Mm. Clearly. Yeah, sure. they're all that they're all about the uh, they're all about the family ties on Legion, you know. Yeah, they are. Corey and Justin. Corey and Justin. What, what? So was was Corey there? No, Corey uh, changed his nationality. Oh, okay. To Belizean, and they're both Corey and Justin. I think are going to compete in the Commonwealth Games, huh. which like we as Americans like barely even know what that is, but apparently it's a big deal. I mean, at least like, like a I don't really know Olympics or something. It's like if you your your country's in the Commonwealth, which has to do with like Britain. Like, I, I honestly couldn't tell you what it is. <laughs> You're proving your own point right now because <laughs> <laughs> neither, neither all three of us don't know, don't really know a whole lot about the Commonwealth Games. I remember hearing uh, yeah. Justin talking about how there's some super sick race down in Belize. Have you heard of that one? Scott? Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, I've heard about it, but don't know much about it. All right, it says here the Commonwealth is um, it's made up of the vast majority of which are former territories of the British Empire. 56 uh, countries. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Does that include the U.S.? I, that's what I think we were talking about <laughs> the other day. It's like, shouldn't that include the U.S.? Dude, but I, I, so I for, it, former, I mean, U.S. is former, right? Yeah, so well, this is Wikipedia, so you know, not your best source, but <laughs> former territories of the British Empire. If you so we like, so can to people from the U.S. go to the Commonwealth Games or no? No, mm. we would know about it. It's like a big deal to other countries, to oh. the countries that compete. But yeah, it's okay. just like the Olympics; like it's every four years. Wow. Do you guys do do any racing this weekend, Adam? You did a race, right? Um, yeah, I did a race, but we don't got to get into that. I'll probably talk about it on the Matchbox or something. <laughs> it was a yeah, yeah the, it was a, uh, it was a mountain bike was race. It, the, it, was, it was the Lutzen 99er. It's part of the like Leadville series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you aren't gonna do Leadville, are you? I am. Oh, all right. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, it was actually like Sweet. a la- sort of last minute thing. I I got an entry into Leadville in like April, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, originally I was going to try to qualify cool. through Lutzen, but I didn't need to. I I did anyways, but I I didn't mm. need I didn't need the qualifying spot. Yeah. Okay. So with with Leadville, you can like enter through the lottery, right? Yeah. And then you or can also you can qualify. Qualify. Uh, you can qualify for Leadville as well. I feel like they should do something like that with uh, Unbound. Because Unbound right now is yeah. 
lottery or if you've got an industry spot like you know one of your sponsors has a spot um which and it, most, is the lottery you know, just random yeah uh, it's a lottery Hence yeah i mean the, they say it is but there there's like there's some kind of waiting system that's used cuz there are people who enter the lottery every year and get selected every year like, i feel like it should be the opposite yeah, I think they. I think they. There, I, so, I've they, talked to. Ton, I've talked to plenty of people who enter the lottery every year and don't get picked every year. Right. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, that, I, I've talked to plenty of people that are like, I've, I, I have entered the lottery every year since they've had a lottery, and I have not gotten in yet. Right. No, they they like people. who yeah, Adam's who, who've been there. Before. They yeah. want people to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So so if you if you've gone once, if you've gotten in once, it's like you've got a better chance of getting in a second time. Then. Um, it should, it, mm-hmm. I feel like it should be the opposite, where like. If you didn't get in, maybe you get like two entries the next year, right? So it doubles that's how, your chances. That's how it works with picked. like, yeah, with like, um, like hunting tags. Like when, once yeah, you get a tag, exactly. you like you you get bumped to the back of the line then. Yeah, and like some tags, if you get it, you don't get it for the rest of your life. That's it, one shot. Right. They could honestly do so that with Leadville, wanna... and and they would still sell out every year for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want to know what's funny? Back in 2018, uh, I actually got into uh, Unbound through the lottery. Like, I didn't have a sponsor get me in. I just, I just got in through the lottery. And, um, but I was, you know, I saw that it was going to be a lottery, and I was like, Ugh, a lottery? Like, uh, let, you know, maybe I'll email the race promoter, like my race resume, and see if he can just get me in. And the race, I, th- I believe the race promoter in 2018 got back to me and he said something like, I don't care if you're Chris Froome, like this race is about the, uh, the, you know, the mid pack finisher, not the pointy end of the race, which is, you know, obviously it's a different race promoter. Now I feel like that could not be f- further from how the race is currently. I mean, I guess it's still about the mid pack finisher, but like if you're Chris Froome and you want to do unbound, like you don't even have to ask, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that is definitely not their policy in 2022. You think Chris Froome will be in the lifetime Grand Prix next year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I heard, I heard that he actually had a good race recently. I could see it. I could see it. He's a hustler. Yeah. He's like, like when I see all these articles is, of him, like investing in all these companies, like he's a big investor in Hammerhead, I think. And he's got like his own t-shirt company. He's yeah. like, a money, he, if he gets paid he enough do, money, he'll do anything. Is he doing the tour this year? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Could just shock us all back to, back to the old Chris room form. And then straight to the lifetime Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, is that it? Sweet. Um, I don't know. We hey, got Scott, anything else to talk your about? Your lighting keeps like flickering on and off, man. It's like a there's like a ghost in the room all of a sudden. You seen that? I think the sun just went down, and I <laughs> I didn't turn the lights on because it was bright in here before I started. And now yeah, Scott's dark. like recording this podcast in the dark right now. <laughs> yeah, like I can't see. Well, anything, is this like going anywhere? Literally pitch black. Are they gonna see well, this in their earbuds? Yeah, we we're gonna upload it to YouTube. You know, get try to give drew dillman a run for his money and now you screwed it all up <laughs> have any of the previous like, ones been put on youtube <laughs> no but you know all right well if anyone listening to this if you're still listening to this wants it on youtube 
Like, I don't know. What can they like comment? Let on us know. DM, DM, yeah. DM Scott McGill. <laughs> Let him know. Scott McGill. Let him know that his lighting is terrible. Like yeah, you, you, you only listened to the podcast, so you weren't actually able to see how terrible his lighting was. But make sure you just let him know. Just DM him and say, Scott, your lighting was ass on the last bond pros. <laughs> yeah. Well, while we're on the subject of people DMing us, should we like ask for questions? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, let, okay. This will this will give us an idea of how many people are listening this far into the podcast, which is probably not many. <laughs> All right, so you know, if we get enough questions, we'll just do a Q and A episode, and it doesn't have to be. You know, this is not like the Matchbox podcast. It doesn't have to be training related. I mean, it could be training related if no, you want it to be. No, but, we don't you know, want to talk whatever. about training related. We'll talk sure, about if racing, you send us a training related training. question. Yeah, if you send us a training-related question, we may or may not talk about it on Matchbox, but we'll, yeah, <laughs> good call, good call. <laughs> uh, Where do, what, just, do they just send us a DM or what? Do we have like an email or something? Should we get an email? Or? No, we definitely, yeah, we should get an email. Um, yeah, just DM <laughs> Scott McGill Jr. <laughs> right, that's your right. Instagram, at Scott McGill Jr. At Scott McGill Jr., yep. Cool. That's it. Yeah. Make sure you follow me too, right? <laughs> yeah. That's or you can or you can DM uh Adam, what's yeah. your Instagram? Just Adam Saban. Yeah, I think there's a six on the end, but if you do Adam Saban, you'll probably find Adam me. Saban six. Yeah. You can also DM Adam. I guess you can eat you can DM me, but you know. Scott's probably got better Instagram like I don't know, content. I feel like Scott's awesome instagram you just like post pictures without any caption i just dude i just post pictures yeah dude he got so scott got third in the in the crit and he just posts a picture of the podium and he's like third <laughs> well that's what it is i'm not gonna like write some yeah, sappy I mean, post or whatever <laughs> like that's not who i i'm gonna be like dude it's not who i am dude right? So like, like all the gravelers, all the gravelers, <laughs> every time they do a gravel race, first of all, if a gravel, if you, if you're a gravel racer and you do a gravel race and you don't post about it on Instagram, did you actually race gravel? It's, <laughs> um, and Dude, second of all, they're is always not within the spirit of gravel anyways. That's, that's true. They're always like, you always got to talk about like how amazing the race was and like, you know, the, the amazing race vibe and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. <laughs> Are you yeah, talking about so, yourself in this too? Yeah. I mean, sure, dude. I'm yeah. I'm I'm part of the lifetime series, so I'm yeah. I'm I, I'm including myself. Yeah. Scott, Scott has none of that though. Scott is he, there's no fluff on his Instagram. So if you follow him, you're gonna get the cold hard facts, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, I thought Instagram was for like sharing photos. Like, if you want to write a pair, can't you like tweet it or something? Like, I don't do Twitter, but <laughs> can't you tweet it or put? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Can make a YouTube video talking or about it for fifteen minutes too. Are those still a thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. What's I got worse, writing? Battery. Uh, we we got to wrap this thing up quicker. Mm, else we're, right. gonna, we're gonna get shut down. All right. How about we just end whenever it dies? <laughs> I don't know what it. happens then. We might lose it all. 
Yeah, all right. Let, let's <laughs> okay, let's stop true. recording before because I don't want to find out what happens. Luke. Okay, all right, all right. Put <laughs> right, the stop button then. All right. <laughs>